you uh, believe there was other news uh, today in Vancouver, very important news uh, as well. The union representing dock workers at BC Ports has revoked the uh, 72-hour strike notice they had issued earlier today, just after it was issued. The International Longshore and Warehouse Union Canada said in a brief statement that the uh, that the revoking um, the notice was effective immediately. Uh, it has been quite the day. Uh, there was an illegal uh, picket uh, initially, uh, and now they are, of course, revoking the 72-hour strike notice. So where are we right now? Well, the situation remains fluid. Not sure completely what's going to happen tomorrow. Joining me now to talk a little bit about what's transpired today is Bridget Anderson, CEO of the Greater Vancouver Board of Trade. Bridget, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me back, Jeff. Yeah, it's quite the odd day. First of all, just your thoughts on what's transpired uh, from what we were hearing yesterday at 4.30 p.m. with pickets going up and then what's transpired today. What are your thoughts on all this? Well, if you remember when we talked last uh, last week, when we had the tentative settlement, my concern and our concern from our members at the Greater Vancouver Board of Trade was that if a deal could not be ratified, we would be back at the same place. And that is, in fact, what has happened. And the result of everything that's happened over the last 24 hours is a grave concern to businesses across the province and across Canada because it just continues to raise the level of uncertainty and chaos at the ports, which we have talked about this before, but there are broad impacts on the economy. There are impacts on businesses, including small and medium businesses, which means impacts on consumers, and of course, impacts to our reputation as a stable trading partner. Mm-hmm. Do you think uh, the government should have legislation ready to go if this were to happen you know, in three days that look, the legislation passes and they're just sent back to work. It seems to me if something like this is happening that has occurred in the last uh, 24 hours or so that the government almost needs to have legislation ready to go. Well, it is clear that this dispute has gone on far too long. We've estimated at the Board of Trade that over $10 billion of goods has been impacted by this. We also know that there's estimates about 30 container ships that are in the queue in Vancouver and in Prince Rupert, which means more delays to get those goods off those ships. And so we today have been renewing our calls for the federal government to do anything that is in their power, use all the toolkits to find a swift resolution to this. And further to that, they need to ensure that Canada's supply chain remains stable. Um, speak to me a little bit about reputation here. You did you talked about it a little bit in, in your in your first first answer there, but you know when I look at competition out there, uh, I think of Seattle. I think the Long Beach, uh, Portland, near Los Angeles. Uh, I've, I I you know you see a much more efficient Panama Canal now. You see automation in other uh, jurisdictions. And, and the last numbers that we all have talked about, the 437 out of 438 or something of that sort, in regards to efficiency of ports, I mean, we've slid quite a bit uh, in this in, in the Vancouver port already. I mean, it, it con- it's concerning for me when, when people are shipping things, they're going to go, well, maybe Vancouver isn't the right place to go. Well, goods, uh, I mean, global competition is, is very, very fierce. And we know that, you know, that, that, Businesses are looking to be able to do to get their goods to market and to receive their goods in an easy kind of way and a smooth operation. And so we have heard from businesses who have goods stuck in container ships right now, which means they can't get their goods into their stores, their products. And we're talking about all kinds of household necessities. We're talking about medication, a number of different items that you would use in your everyday We also know that some goods have been diverted to other ports. And so if they're going to be brought back here to Vancouver, 
there's extra cost. And I think that's the important one of the important pieces here that, you know, consumers may not understand or have not seen the impact of this strike so far. Um, because maybe the ticket price hasn't gone up on some of the goods. But believe me, there is an impact. Businesses will have to pass on some of these higher costs that they're seeing, which means fueling inflation at a time when affordability is already so challenging for so many individuals and families. Based on what the shipping industry is already seeing in other ports in Asia, uh, in Europe, uh, in the United States now, Long Beach, uh, Los Angeles is, is the obvious example, should it continue with a policy of automating uh, the port. Do you think that's the policy policy it should be pursuing aggressively? Well, you and I have talked about automation, and I think we're all kidding ourselves if we don't think automation is going to be impacting every single industry and sector in every one of our jobs. It is happening. I think one of the other factors when you talk about the uh, competitiveness of the Vancouver port, I mean, don't forget that prior to the pandemic or in the pandemic, there were other issues that impacted our supply chain, like the huge flood of November 2021. Our supply chain was severely disrupted. There was also disputes um, and blockades on rail lines and things around the pandemic or prior to. My my brain can't quite remember exactly (laughs) the date of those rail blockades. So There have been a number of factors, but all of that becomes cumulative. And so that looking also future down the line around automation, uh, you know, this competitiveness is the thing that keeps business going. And it is exactly what makes us, you know, a stable trading partner. It makes us a reliable trading partner. And so automation is something that has to be dealt with. And I haven't seen the details of, uh, of the tentative agreement, and nor is it really appropriate for me to comment on that. I think that's something that needs to stay at the bargaining table or with government intervention. But I do think automation and competitiveness has to be something that broadly is looked at by the federal government to ensure that we don't lose any further ground. Mm -hmm. And we do remain to be a choice as an international destination for trade. Bridget, thanks for your time today. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Jess.